Charles Harrelson was a son, a husband, a father, and a hitman. While many would describe Harrelson as gentle, romantic, and a funny man, these attributes didn't lessen the crimes he committed. This is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, and I'm joined by producer and co-host, Eddie V. Welcome. Join us for the story of Charles Harrelson. On July 23rd of 1938, Charles Harrelson was born. He was born in Texas to Alma Lee and Void Harrelson. He mostly had an uneventful childhood, but went on to make up for that as an adult. Charles had four wives as an adult. Nancy Hillman, Diane Lou Oswald, Joanne Harrelson, and Gina Adele Foster. Of these marriages, Charles had three sons. Brett Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, and Jordan Harrelson. That's right, you heard me correctly. Woody Harrelson, the actor. Woody Harrelson is the child of a hitman. But we'll get into more of that later. Charles supported his family with his job as an encyclopedia salesman. Living in California at this time, he was also a professional gambler. In 1960, Charles's first conviction occurred for armed robbery, in which he served five years. By 1968, Charles had left his wife Diane with their three small sons. During 1968, it is believed that Charles murdered a Texas carpet salesman and gambler, Alan Harry Berg. In a book written by Berg's brother, David Berg, the murder was committed for $1,500. Alan Berg was lured out of a bar while having a few drinks by a woman who had called the bar phone and offered Berg sexual favors. Evidence pointed towards a kidnapping and a murder Some believed the murder was committed as revenge against Allen Berg's father, who had been talking bad of a former employee. There was significant evidence of Allen's gambling debts, which could have led to the murder. In 
31-year-old Alan Berg's body was found six months later in a ditch in Texas. On May 28, 1968, Charles Harrelson was tried for the murder of Alan Harry Berg. But due to the insufficient evidence, Charles was acquitted by a jury on September 22, 1970. Months later, Charles Harrelson also murdered Sam DeGalia. Thirty-year-old Sam DeGalia was last seen on July 11, 1968, in Hidalgo County, Texas. His bookkeeper, Jimmy, was the last person to see him alive. Late into the evening of July 11, 1968, Sam DeGalia was picked up by Charles Harrelson and Jerry Watkins and led to his death. Charles was hired by Pete Scamardo to murder DeGalia. Pete Scamardo was struggling financially and Charles owed Scamardo for a heroin sale gone bad. Scamardo created a plan. He would pay Charles $2,000 to kill Sam DeGalia. Pete and Sam had been best friends since the second grade and were currently business partners. Once DeGalia was dead, Pete would collect on the $100,000 life insurance policy. Scamaro figured he'd keep the $50,000 and not pay any of the debts that were owed. All were arrested in this crime. Pete Scamardo was tried and found guilty as an accomplice in the murder. He was sentenced to seven years of probation. Charles Harrelson's trial ended in a mistrial. In 1973, he was retried and convicted and sentenced, though he would only serve five years of a 15-year sentence, released in 1978 for good behavior. It wasn't long after his 1978 parole that he was implicated in another murder. This time, it wasn't a gambler or a business partner, but a U.S. District Judge. On May 29, 1979, Judge John H. Wood Jr. was shot in the parking lot of his townhouse in San Antonio, Texas. Charles was hired by a drug dealer from El Paso, Texas, 
Jamal Chagra. He disliked the long sentences the judge assigned for drug offenders. So he had him killed. Chagra was to be in court the day the judge was murdered, but the trial had been delayed. While Jamal Chagra was in prison, his brother Joe visited. The two had a conversation that was recorded. It was regarding the murder of the judge. This and an anonymous tip is what caught up with Charles Harrelson. Charles Harrelson was apprehended September of 1980 after a six-hour police standoff. Charles was reportedly high on cocaine during this arrest and had threatened to commit suicide. He claimed he killed the judge, as well as John F. Kennedy. The FBI did not believe Harrelson's story of assassination to be true. This story wasn't believed, and Charles Harrelson was sentenced to two life terms in prison. Charles didn't stay quiet for long. July 4th of 1995, he attempted to escape from the Atlanta Federal Prison with two other inmates. Using a makeshift rope to escape, the attempt failed as they were shot at from the tower. Harrelson was transferred to a supermax prison in Marion, Illinois, where he spent the rest of his life. Charles Harrelson passed away on March 15, 2007. At age 68, he had suffered a heart attack. His son, Woody Harrelson, the actor, reconciled with his father, Charles, in the early 80s. Woody first learned of his father's career in crime when he was 12 years old. Despite his father's absence in his life and the career of crime, Woody, with the support of his wife, Laura Louie, maintained a relationship with his father after he was sentenced to prison. I had never heard about this story until you told me about it last night. Please tell our listeners what you heard Rudy Harrelson say in an interview. Oh yeah, he wasn't like his father. He is his father. As I told you last night when we were doing our drinking podcast meeting, (laughs) he totally used his affliction in his art as an actor. And I must say, based on his work in movies such as Natural Born Killers, he's killing it when it comes to channeling his inner psychopath. I remember when he had issues with cocaine back in the, what was it, 80s or 90s? But it seems like he snapped out of it. And it all makes sense now, knowing his personal backstory. 
That's some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. As you said, killing it. He's literally killing it. Um, of course, I'm a bit biased as he's one of my favorite actors. And on that note, thank you for listening to Unexplained Realms, the podcast. If you're new to us, you can find us at www.unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Support for this podcast comes from Anchor.fm and B Media Studios.